Hi, I'm Eric Dewey from the Socially Awkward Studios, Science and Beer, and Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. And you're listening to another proud presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. Check out more shows at foureyedradio.com. further ado it is the episode that we have all been waiting for the episode where kyle and steve talk about the greatest movie of all time and right now i am holding in so much excitement i'm about ready to explode so please excuse me for a second while we get ready to talk about the freaking deadpool movie oh my god it was so amazing oh okay yeah yeah that that was hard to keep in yeah so um i ended up seeing it twice Oh, you bastard. And I'm going to be seeing it again this weekend because I'm taking my brother Kyle to go see it for a late birthday present. Nice. Oh, I want to see it again so badly. But what I want to ask you, since you're a huge Deadpool fan, and the person I went to see it with the second time is a huge Deadpool fan. Okay. Did they do it right? Oh, they, they nailed it. I'm telling you, this is the greatest. Aside from De- Deadpool part, I mean, Deadpool was spot on. I mean, his origin is a little different from the comics, I'll admit. But it's still close to it. I mean, they don't mention the fact they give him his... They don't give him uh, Wolverine's powers. They basically say, here, we're going to activate the X gene in you. And, oh, hey, you happen to have the same powers as Wolverine. Yes. But I'll accept what they did. It makes sense. And uh, everything else was just perfect, in my opinion. And this is not the opinion of anyone else other than me, but I'm pretty sure a lot of you will agree. And if you do not agree, I will fight you on this. (laughs) This is the greatest movie ever. I'm going to actually – like it was funny because when I, when I saw it, Matthew and uh, Eric, they were like, how was it? I'm like, best superhero movie I've seen. Like best. Like spot on, great, fun, funny, great. And I'm like – and I love Guardians of the Galaxy and I loved Ant-Man. But this mm-hmm. one – yeah, this one blew those ones out of the water. I'm not saying those are bad films now by any means. I'm just saying no. like this is it's a movie just, that we've been waiting for. Yes, this is the comic book movie. We have all dreamed about where they did. They stuck with the comics. The suit was spot on. Oh, jeez. The characters were perfect. The only difference in characters was Bob, but we will get to that later. 
Yes, which I actually had to point out to somebody as well because they didn't know who Bob was. I'm like, I'm glad they put him in, but of course they can't do what they did with him because... Yes, but I, you know what? Screw it. We're going to talk about it now. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob, we actually do see Bob in the movie, and as people know in the comics, it's Bob, agent of Hydra. Basically, Deadpool kidnapped him, and then they became best friends and whatnot. But in this, Hydra is owned by Disney and Marvel, so they couldn't make him Bob, agent of Hydra. This way, this one, he's just Bob, agent of mm-hmm. whatever. So he was basically just, you know, a gun for hire. And they actually put him in the movie for like 10 seconds, and it was freaking glorious. Which I hopefully, if they want to do this, since they can't do the Bob from Hydra, ongoing jokes with, like, if next installments of Deadpool movie, he should just show up at different... Like, that's the next job oh, yeah. he has, you know? Oh, yeah. You always see Bob in, like, a different, like, because he's a gun for hire. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they don't explicitly show that Deadpool saved his life, but you kind of, it's obvious that he saved his life. I mean, they were buddy-buddy and whatnot, and, yeah, it was great. Um, all, Again, so all the characters, great. Colossus had more lines in this movie than any of his previous movies combined. I'm going to say this. Best version of Colossus ever so far. Yeah. I mean, the Russian part was perfect. The only thing I wish they would have done was actually show him in his human form. Because let's be honest here. Is Colossus really eating cereal in metal form the entire time? I don't think so, but I found that (laughs) hilarious, though. Like, just him holding the spoon and just, like, eating and just, like... And every time he he, he almost had, like, food with him. Like, he was drinking out of a soft drink at one point. And does he really need to be meddled up in the taxi? It's actually creating weight. That I know, but it was so it was so great though. Well, then again, if you saw the guy who played him, he really wasn't in the best of shape, and he was just kind of like in a hole. I mean, even still, I mean, yeah, I get that, but I think it just added more to the humor was the fact that you just see Colossus the entire time. Uh, yeah, Negasonic um, Teenage Warhead was freaking awesome. Oh, phenomenal. Um, I even like every time he would say a swear word and Colossus would just be like, language! Uh, <laughs> I kept getting, like, uh, Avengers 2 flashbacks when he said that. But, uh, okay, so um, you probably have found or know about a bunch of Easter eggs. Um, yes. Uh, first five minutes, obviously, we get that whole slow motion mm-hmm. where uh, they're in the car and it's just, like, all stop motion and you just see, like, the camera slowly going through the whole thing and... It starts off with a coffee cup that says Rob L, so Rob Liefeld. Yeah. You see a picture of Green Lantern. Yeah, I thought that was great in some guy's um, wallet. You see the Ryan Reynolds Sexiest Man Alive magazine, which I thought was hysterical. And then later on, he's got the Hugh Jackman Sexiest Man Alive. Which, which was just spot on with everything. Um, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Easter eggs. Um, I called the Stan Lee being a strip club announcer. Which, honestly, to me, best best cameo he's had so far. Oh, I'm sure he loved that. Probably beats the one where he was a uh, model judge. Yeah. Because they actually tell you what Stanley's cameo is going to be in the trailer. If you watch the very first trailer, you hear him say, and up next is Chastity. I mean, it was kind of obvious, but, I mean, even still, Stanley even made a cameo in a trailer. Beat that, Marvel. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, I just even, like... <clears throat> Yeah, there's one thing, and I'm not sure if it's an Easter egg or whatnot, but I, since I saw it twice, so when they go to the very beginning where they're, like, playing skee-ball. Yes. In the background, 
I believe there's a dog pool doll hanging up on the wall. <laughs> I'll have to look for that. Um, obviously, we saw the X-Men Origins Deadpool action figure. That was hilarious. Yes. Um, that was perfect. Um, what else was there? Shoot. Um, fuck. I make because there's like over a hundred Easter eggs, and I found a site that was listing them all. Uh, okay. One of the ones was obviously you saw Rob Liefeld very briefly arm wrestling a guy. Yes. Um, on the highway scene, there was a bunch of uh signs with like the names of the creators, like there was Fabian Way or Nicesia Lane. Which I caught that the first time around, and then when I typed in Deadpool Easter eggs, they listed that along with like a Liefeld one, and um, I'm pulling it up now. My cat is yelling outside. Oh, that's alright. My cat's Deadpool, 100 Easter eggs in jokes. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's see here. Um, first thing first. Let's see here. One hundred. A coffee cup honors the creator. Ninety nine. Green Lantern is in the goons' wallets. Um, we're gonna just basically go along the line. I guess this is going in the order of the movie that they showed up in. Okay. So if we come across a point where like, oh hey, it reminds us of a scene, we'll be like, oh, we'll talk about that for a second. Yeah, I think so. Right off the bat, I'll just start off with this. So, um, Fox Studio comes up on the thing, and then mm-hmm. you just see the opening of this movie, and right how they shot this opening scene, like you were saying, everything's like kind of frozen, and the camera's kind of going through the mm-hmm. the the cab of this vehicle, and you can see one guy screaming, another guy kind of has his like face uh, punched in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a nice crotch, sh- uh, crotch shot of uh, Deadpool. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. He's even okay. given one guy a wedgie. And then there's, like, words popping up of, like, you oh. know, who's in the film and whatnot. But they did this in, like, the most perfect way. It starts off with saying, some douchebag's film. And then, you know, it's got God's perfect idiot, referencing Ryan Reynolds. A hot chick, referencing yeah. uh, Morena Barson, who played Vanessa. A British villain, comic relief, a moody teen, an eccentric or an entirely CGI character, a gratuitous cameo produced by asshats, written by the real heroes, and directed by some overpaid tool. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think no one really noticed during the some douchebags part, but as soon as they saw like a God's perfect idiot and a hot chick, and then especially during the British film, my whole audience would just start laughing their asses off as it would come up. And we were just like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Yeah. They just did a great job, even with that opening sequence. And then I just like the fact that like, um, what I liked about this film is the fact how it was shot. Mm-hmm. Like we got different segments. They didn't go right off the bat with like, Oh, I bet you're wondering how I became a superhero. We're going to go mm-hmm. to the very beginning. They gave us, like, a bunch of action. Which, actually, this is a lot like a comic book, where, like, they would do flashbacks between the action every so page to give you, like, a fill of how everything happened, which, yeah, which I perfect. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, yeah, that opening sequence is great. And it's, honestly, uh, the funny part is, is every music that they used in the trailer was used mm-hmm. in the movie. I, I Like, it was funny, though, like, everything from the trailer was in the movie. 
So, like, there's a lot of scenes, like, I already recognized. And I'm like, wow, I could pretty much make almost the entire movie with the trailers if I kind of wanted to. So, I mean, that was kind of cool. Now, what did you think of uh, uh, Deadpool's uh, Adventure Time watch? I thought that was hilarious. I think that was great because he's all like, let me check it. Because, again, we all know Deadpool. He's very pop cultural. He uh, He's basically a living meme um, where he breaks the fourth wall. He just has everything and anything that goes with the situation. And just everything – like the funny part is is watching it the second time. That's why I always tell people, like, if you saw it the first time, watch it again because a lot of people were laughing and there's stuff that I missed the first time around. Hmm. Now – yeah, um, I really want to see this movie again. Like, I haven't seen it since I saw the premiere, and it was absolutely amazing again. But, like, I want to see this again. Like, my roommate, she she wasn't planning on seeing it until it came out on Blu-ray DVD, but she ended up going to see it last night. And uh, she texted me when she got on, and she was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And she only knows Deadpool from me. She only knows what I've basically said because i've never gone gone full-blown nerd on my mm-hmm. friend deadpool they know i'm a huge fan they know i got my deadpool tattoo they know i collect the stuff but i've never gone full-blown nerd yeah so because i don't want them to be like why the hell is he so obsessed but now that they've seen this movie now they understand deadpool now they can see why i'm obsessed <laughs> well it's a good obsession i say um oh yeah I, yeah, so, like, yeah, so going back, let's, like, I'm trying to figure out how we can, like, describe this. Uh, again, I mean, we didn't really tell anybody, but this is, uh, this is going to be a huge spoiler episode. So if you haven't seen oh, Deadpool. I'll put a thing in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, but uh, if you haven't seen Deadpool, just stop what you're doing right now. If you're at work, stop what you're doing right now and leave. <laughs> if your boss is all like, hey, you need to finish the CPF or you go, fuck you. I'm seeing Deadpool. And just I tell you out. what, if you have not seen Deadpool, please go see it. Please pause this episode and go watch it right now. Don't worry. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. So? What the hell? You guys took a whole week? Jeez, it took a while, but wasn't it worth it, kids? I know. You guys must have forgotten. You guys had us on pause. Sheesh. Assholes. They usually do. Um. Oh, yeah, so right off the bat with that movie, I just love the thing of him in the, uh, the cab with the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, chit chat for a little bit, and I just like I just I like him like just being all like he's like oh there's a reason why I'm in your cab today and the cab driver just like well yeah because you called me and I came and picked you. (laughs) Um, the humor was great. I mean, I I'm practically speechless for most of these things, so I'm just like I don't know what else to say. Um, Um, oh yeah, just him breaking the fourth wall. mm Hmm. Oh, that. you mean like he broke the fourth wall while breaking the fourth wall, so he was breaking down 16 walls? Oh, I love that. <gasps> a fourth wall break in a fourth wall break. That's like 16, 16 walls. walls. <laughs> now, um, another Easter egg. I don't really count as an Easter egg, but the song Shoop by Salt and Peppa mm. was released the same year Deadpool got his own miniseries. Ah. Yes. So let's see, going things down. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of that, so when Deadpool's on the uh, railing to the uh, the overpass, I I absolutely love that where he's sitting there, he's drawing his little thing. We've seen this before, but then he stops. He goes, "I know, I got my own movie. movie. Who's boss? Did I have to jiggle for that? You know." Yeah, and and he's like, um, oh, "What do you say?" He says, "I can't tell you who it was, but I can tell you his name rhymes with Pulverine. 
Yeah. And then he says, uh, let's see, it's a bit personal when he starts tossing down. And, you know, he says, you know, um, uh, don't worry, though. He's got smooth ones right down under in yeah. an Australian accent. Yeah, was so yeah, so that was great. But I love, I love the, uh, yeah, I love how they actually reference like they're in the same universe, um, kind of thing with that. But yeah, I like that where he's all like, and then he gets, he's like, oh, I gotta go do, you know, I gotta go take care of some bad guys right now, you know. And then, he, and then, but what I love, he does the thing, and then you get to see pretty much what we saw at the very beginning of the yeah. opening credits. Well, and um, then we also see this scene is pretty much straight from the leaked footage that we saw a while back. Yes. The only difference is this isn't CG. They did change a few things because um, the they kept in the rich Corinthian leather yes. line, but they you know they changed the scene up a little bit. Um, and then when like you know when he they're slamming his head, another cameo. I don't know if you caught this, but when his head slams into the radio for a quick second, you can hear the Batman theme song. <laughs> oh, that's good. And he also makes a Batman and Robin joke in the movie as well. Yes, and it was actually the Adam West Batman theme song, too, so... Oh, even better. Now you have to go see it again. Uh, I, I plan uh, on it. Here we go. Uh, the signs were Nicisia Street and Fabian Road, along with Liefeld Street. They had a Miller Street, you know, for Tim Miller, the director. Mm-hmm. And then the visual effects coordinators got in on the act and added a few of their own names. And then my favorite one, Parker Boulevard. Ah, for Spider-Man. Yeah. So, sad. I love the 12 bullets of Christmas. Oh, that was... <sighs> yes. Yeah. He's like, well, i got to keep count of these bullets. Um, I only got 12 of them, so, you know, start shooting them off, and you see the number on the bullets. Yeah, I thought that was great with that, and I just love the jokes with that. Like, what I love about this entire thing was just his certain stuff when he's, like, fighting. So he's, like, he's basically got his guns, and he basically forgets his ammo bag, and he's like, shit. So he starts counting down. He's like, how many shots do I got? He goes through his thing. He's looking at his bullets. He's like, okay, I got about 12. 12 shots. Okay. So then after the huge car accident happens and he, like, literally does this thing that everyone sees from the trailer. It's like, why the red suit? That guy's wearing the brown pants and stuff. But my favorite part with that, which wasn't in the trailer, which is in the movie where he first picks up his head and just goes, hi! And then he just starts shooting at him. And he goes back down. And just, like, little things like that just kind of almost remind me of, like, the Mel Blanks, like, Bugs Bunny cartoons with certain things mm-hmm. that he did. And especially, like, we were talking about with him shooting off, like, the bullets and everything like that. What I love is, like, when he goes behind the car and him and the guy look through the window and he's just like, ah! and goes, like, like underneath you're just like, it's just, like, all these stupid things that I just thought mm-hmm. were just perfect for this character that is, like, this is how he is, though, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I love the fact where the guy goes behind the car and he's just lying there. He's like, you weren't counting your bullets, were you? And then he shoots him and he's all, like, four. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets like one one guy actually shoots him and, and he's like three two and you know just like just wastes a few of them and he's like oh crap I got one left and then there's three guys left and then you see like the you see like the awesome shot where like he takes fire and then it just goes to three people. Oh yeah, I love that too. He's all like, I only have one bullet left, so you guys are gonna have to share. Mm-hmm. Um, um, at this point though, we actually do get a shot of the Xavier School. Yes. Which was which, actually pretty cool. It's the same building that they've used for the previous movies. Uh, which I thought I was thought great. Was awesome. and, and I even like the jokes in that with uh, Colossus where she's all like, Megasonic's all like, yeah, but this is this place like blow up every other month. He's like, it builds character, you know, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we also um, see the X-Jet. 
Yes, which was kind of actually. I honestly, I did not see. Like, I was like, I know they were in the movie, but I wasn't think they were actually going to reference the school and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really awesome. Um, and then yeah, then he's on the he's on the freeway and he's trying to find the the guy he's looking for, which is just funny when he's looking for Francis. And he's like skipping through the, like, uh, Francis. the thing. Francis, <laughs> and uh, but then I love the guy when he turns around. And he's all like, he pulls the bullet out of his head, like it doesn't go all the way through, like it just gave it like a dent. And then I like how he's like, he rolls up his sleeves, like really, rolling up the sleeves? Okay. <laughs> and the guy just pulls out knives, and he just pulls out the sword and just goes. And then I love that part because then it's all like freezing. It's all like, I know your girlfriend's probably thinking like, I thought this was a superhero movie, but this guy just turned this other guy into a fucking kebab, like and does it like in a chick voice and everything like that. I was just like, oh, so it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, uh, so. Yeah, um, so we finally start seeing more of a Deadpool's history of how he becomes, you know, Deadpool and whatnot. So, I mean, we're gonna skip a few things here. We're not gonna go into full detail of everything. Uh, you yeah, find out you know, Deadpool basically gets his jobs from a bar. Yes. Of mercenaries, which is actually true to the comics. There is a bar for mercenaries. Kind of hoping we'd see another Deadpool character in the background, but I didn't. Um, but this is where Weasel works, played by T.J. Miller. Which phenomenal guy that got to play weasel yeah i mean uh, you might recognize him he does voice at work for uh he did big hero six yes as fred um if you watch gravity falls he does robbie um a bunch of other stuff so what i love though was like they're talking and uh wade's like i just want to go to far and exotic places and then uh weasel finishes the quote by saying and uh Meet, um, and meet new and exciting people, and then kill them. Yeah, don't worry. I've seen your Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> which is a quote from uh, the Wolverine Origins movie when they were doing like promotions for it, and uh, oh. they did, like single character ones, and Deadpool be like, "I want to travel to far off exotic places, meet new and exciting people, and kill them." Which was a great line, which is probably one of the few things that was actually really cool from the Wolverine Origins movie. So the fact they transferred that over was really freaking cool. Yeah, no, yeah, so yeah, the bar was great. And then, of course, then you hear about, like, uh, them with, uh, they have their own, like, pretty much pool going on there. It's called the Deadpool, basically. Mm-hmm. If one of the mercenaries gets killed in action. Mm-hmm. Which so final Weasel like, actually had money on, De- on Wade dying. Yes, and eventually that's how he gets his name is from the Deadpool, but in the comics it's a little different, but still the same. Um, the scientists at the Weapon X had a Deadpool on which subjects would survive. Ah, and so it's a little different because obviously this is with the bar and whatnot, but even still, I like how they did it, and it's perfect. I think they did a very good job with that. So then, of course, you get to see a little bit of Wade Wilson's background and who he is and some of that. Then he meets a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, well with her. Yeah, he buys uh, he buys her time because she's a hooker. He gets like 45 minutes to like, go and play skee-ball. Yeah. <laughs> Time to put some balls in the hole. Yeah. Which I thought was hysterical. It's like, Wade, you could be sleeping with this girl, but you choose not to. So then... You know, he gets like a he just like takes the ball and just like chucks it instead of like rolling it up the ramp and gets like all the ten thousand points. 
yeah. gets a bunch of tickets, and then he's like, I want the Voltron ring. Which I thought was great. <laughs> it was. It, I wasn't expecting that, you know. And then she's like, and I guess I'll take that eraser. Because they had, like, two tickets left over. Oh, yeah, I love you – know, what I love about that, too, because the guy's like, you are now the defender of, you know, what's it called? And he gives him the ring and everything like that. And he's like, and you have an eraser. You can re-erase stuff. That's in pencil. <laughs> like <laughs> – um, but yeah, so then they basically hook up. Their yeah. year is going pretty well, very well in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, also. Now, um, uh, this is where it's gonna get a little graphic, kids. So please uh, bear with us. Um, you almost see your boobs. Almost. Still, I'm almost almost see your boobs. But you know what? I'm still not complaining of what we got. So I'm never gonna be able to watch Gotham again. The same way. I can. I can watch it, and then I'm just going to be laughing at Gordon going like, ha-ha, Deadpool fucked your girlfriend. Well, no, I was half expecting for Wade to turn to the camera and be like, suck it, Jim. <laughs> but um, what I love was, though, he's getting ready to propose to her. And I don't know if you caught this. I'm sure you have because you're a dirty old fuck like me. Oh, yeah. Um, at least older. You know, she's like, Wade, um, we've been dating for a year now, and honestly, I'm surprised you haven't asked me this yet. And so I'm just going to come out and ask you instead. And this is when he pulls out a ring pop and proposes to her. But did you catch what she was getting ready to say? Yeah. Uh, will you stick it in my butt? Well, she, yes. She was basically saying, will you stick it in my – and then he says, uh, will you marry me at the same time? So – I, I talked to some of my friends, and none of them caught that. And I was like, really? How the hell did you not catch that? Yeah, how that? did you not get that? Oh, but you know what it was? It was Ryan Reynolds' ass. Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, you get the history. Uh, then you get to go into where you find out he has cancer. and uh, Unfortunately. Everything goes kind of haywire for him for a little bit that he meets some guy in a bar which i thought that was great where he's just all like i just like when weasel gives him the card he's like i don't know maybe she go check it out might further the plot <laughs> um and then uh they go talk to this guy he's like we can give you abilities and all this kind of stuff he's like oh yeah whatever it doesn't really think too much of it uh and then i like when he's walking back he's all like oh his drink's on him um <laughs> oh did you uh I love the Star Wars reference that they did in the movie. Oh, yes, where yeah. she's all like uh, Yoda dry humping the back of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, yeah, so he goes through the experiment stuff. Uh, basically, this guy who looks like a pedophile, really. Yeah. Um, honestly, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of one of the aliens from... Uh, Shoot, what was that movie? The Star Trek spoof movie with Tim Allen. Oh, um, Galaxy Quest. Ch- 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 Galaxy Quest. Yes. He looks like one of the aliens that's always smiling from Galaxy Quest. You're right. Oh, that's creepy now. Oh, I'm going to have to call him Galaxy Quest alien. Um, <laughs> yes, because it was just so weird. Like It kind of looked like it. Maybe it is him. I don't know. You never know. But, yeah, so he gets re- uh, he meets the recruiter, or the recruiter meets him kind of, you know. So he's like, hey, we have an opportunity here for you. You already talked about this. I just realized that. Oh, no, you're good. I was just trying to get at the sun up still yet. Because what I really want to get to – so basically you get to this this crappy, like, warehouse, basically, what it looks yeah. like. And these people are getting basically experimented on and pushed to and all this kind of stuff. It's basically – 
they finally tell Wade Wilson, basically, you have this, like you said before, you have this gene in you that we're going to unlock, but how we have to unlock it is under a lot of strenuous stress. Basically, they put all these people through torture, try to unlock these mutant genes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then under, like, really stress. So you see him get through vigorous different, like, you know, um, things, you know, just horrible, uh, you know, torture experiments of that. But you find out with the one girl who's uh, uh, with Ajax at the time, he says, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, basically, he's like, I now have, you know, incredible reflexes, but my nerves have been so severely damaged, I don't feel anything anymore. Honestly, I don't feel anything pretty much ever uh, kind of thing, meaning his feelings. Um, <laughs> and then you find out Angel is incredibly super strong. So, um, and then you find out later that like, he's basically was all like, Oh, you think we're still making you a superhero? No, no, no. We're making you a super slave. Like we're going to put a collar on you. We've been shipping you off, which you saw in the beginning of the movie where these crates were there, where basically they're taking these people who are of illnesses, turning them into mutants and then sending them off as slaves to other countries to fight different people's wars, basically. Yeah, which was actually kind of a cool, interesting take. I was like, oh, that's a kind of interesting way to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, finally, uh, Wade, Wade, Wade finds out uh, Ajax's real name, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> and for, like, the longest time, Devil's, like, been trying to figure out his real name. He's like, Ajax isn't your real name. What's your real name? And he wouldn't tell him. So he's been bugging. He's been guessing, guessing, guessing until finally – he managed to get like a tag from his dry cleaning that said Francis on it. And he kind of just like froze for a second when he found out and then he got like really pissed off at him. And he's like, okay, yeah. fine. Seems how none of these other treatments seem to be working. We're going to put you in this chamber, which basically sucks out all the oxygen out, but it'll still keep you alive basically for the longest time. Like it'll just keep pumping air back in. And the life support will keep you going, but you're still good. It's a nonstop continuous thing. So you're kind of fucked really. Yeah. And then uh, basically he does that to him. And then of course his, uh, his genes kick in, his mutant genes finally kick in, but uh, horribly disfigure him. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I had to go back to the, the, the part where he stabbed the guy in the very beginning, and he goes, uh, he's all like, I, I, but he's like, but this is a love story. All love stories start off with a murder and stuff like that, because then when he finally turns to the hideous figure that we all know that Deadpool is, and that's why he kind of wears the mask and the suit, uh, mm-hmm. he goes like, did I say this was a love story? I meant it was a horror story. Um, and I thought it was a great job on uh, disconfiguring his face. Mm. I mean, it looked pretty much like you would think in the comics. So props to them for doing a good job on that. Yeah, makeup was really good on that. So then, mm-hmm. of course, uh, Deadpool has to plan his escape. Um, Which Wade they, uh, at that time. Uh, basically what happens was Ajax and Angel come back, and they're like, oh, you're so ugly. And they're like, you know, we'll let you out now under one condition. What's my name? But, you know, Deadpool won't say anything or whatever, so... Oh, and then, uh, what's her name? Angel bent down. She usually, like, chews on, like, a... Matchstick, yeah. A matchstick. Deadpool managed to steal one from her. And then, when they closed the chamber again, he basically... He took his... He spit it out, caught it with his hands that were kind of, like, handcuffed or whatever, and then, like, flicked the match head with his thumbnail, which I can only imagine is painful. Oh, yeah, I bet. And then flicked it over to the oxygen tank. So as soon as, like, you know, the machine activated, 
the whole thing exploded. And then Ajax comes out and is like, what the hell's going on? Deadpool tries to kill him and his clothes burn off. So Deadpool's fighting naked. Naked. And it was so uh, if women, if you're on the fence about seeing a superhero movie, you will get to see Ryan Reynolds dong. Um, But it's scarred. (laughs) Why did you have to bury the lead? I'm trying to make more movies. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we're still getting another movie. Did you not oh, see yeah, we'll, we'll get to, get to yeah. that little piece of yes. loveliness. So what I like about this, so then, of course, the whole place pretty much burns down to the ground. Everyone thoughts that Wade Wilson is dead, but he basically gets up from the ashes and realizes he's pretty much indestructible, except he's butt ugly as hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, he goes back to town. He wants to talk to Vanessa, but he feels like he can't because of how he looks. So he goes back to the bar with Weasel, which that was just – we've seen in the trailers and stuff yes. like that, but that was just great. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one it. line in there that's an Easter egg. I'll, um, he goes and says, I look like I got bit by a radioactive uh, Sharpe, um, which is kind of a joke on Spider-Man with the whole radioactive spider. But in the comics, what got – Ryan Reynolds interested in Deadpool was when Deadpool had said in the comics, um, if you look like uh, Ryan Reynolds mixed with a Sharpay, you'd have problems. <laughs> so the fact that they still threw in the whole bit by a radioactive Sharpay, but kept out the Ryan Reynolds part because obviously he's already playing the character. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, that I love that part. Um... But yeah, so I think at this point, like, we go back to the future, and uh, he's um, torturing Ajax, trying to figure things out. Oh, yeah, he, that. well, actually, oh, yeah, he uh, he stabs uh, he stabs him on the freeway, and the Colossus and uh, Weatherface shows up, and then that's when they get into their huge, like, kind of, a uh, little bit of a debacle where uh, Deadpool's telling him, like, look, I don't need your time, I gotta take care of this guy, and what I like about it is, He's having a conversation with Colossus, but he's still managing to throw and beat the crap out of uh, Francis over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, make sure he stays put and everything like that. And then it wasn't until finally, like, he's like, hey, dumbass. And he's like, what? It's like, your guy got away. And he's like, huh, 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 huh. And he's all like, oh, that's it. And he gets angry at Colossus and goes to, like, fight Colossus. And he literally and he, like, Colossus punches him into the taxi cab. And this is where the. Um, Oh, we skipped the Easter egg. This was before. Um, this was before he goes into Weapon X program. Uh, right when he, after he finds out he's got cancer, um, he's packing up his bags. But Colossus punches Deadpool into a taxi cab, and I forget what he says, but it was something to the lines of, "Well, I guess my life could be a whole lot more worse right now." And it flashes to the X Men Origins Deadpool action yeah. figure, which was there for like five seconds. The camera's just on this toy. And I swear the entire audience was laughing their asses off. And then we also forgot there's a great Easter egg. What he, uh, uh, Francis was telling me, he's like, do you ever shut up? He's like, you didn't shut up. I'm going to show your mouth shut. And he's all like, oh, Ooh, that would be a bad, bad idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we caught up there. Um, Deadpool gets pissed off at Colossus for letting Ajax get away. So, you know, he punches him and breaks his hand. Breaks his hand. And then what I love about that, yeah, he's all doing the little thing that I love about He's like, crotch shot. And then he hits him and breaks his hand, and he just goes, oh, your poor wife. Right. <laughs> Which <laughs> is a nod towards Kitty Pride, by the way. Yeah. So then, of course, he kicks him, and that one breaks. Now, if you pay attention to any of the uh, 12 Days of Christmas, 
when Deadpool is ed- when they show like the script that Deadpool edited, mm-hmm. this is that scene from that part right there. Oh, okay. And then when I like that he takes the line, he's like, "You ever hear about the one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest?" And then finally Colossus is like, "That's enough!" And he just hits him and he hits the car. And then he's like, "You're coming with us back to the you know the thing." And I love this Easter egg where they put the handcuffs on Deadpool. They start dragging away. He's like, who are you taking me back to? Stewart or McLevoy? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I can never figure them out because of the stupid time stream. Yeah, I thought <laughs> like, that was I, great. I started laughing my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, they, they did. Okay, cool. Um, and then they're dragging him away, and then he does his whole, like, oh, you guys ever see, uh, was it like uh, 72 hours? Well, spoiler alert, and he cuts off his own hand. Uh, 127 hours. That was it, 127 hours. Uh, I never saw the movie, so. But I knew the guy chopped his hand off, and then I like that with the the his hand, his glove is still in the hand. He's just giving them the finger, the entire mm-hmm. like when he falls into the garbage truck. But then what I like is when oh. they go back to the flashback of the bar and everything that where he meet, where he starts talking to Weasel and basically going over like his face, and they're saying like, "Wow, your face looked like an avocado had sex with an older avocado," but it wasn't even like sex; it was like angry sex. Like this is a hateful like relationship like it was the only thing they could found that was like they never got to violence or anything but they kept going on about that and then i love it he's all like he's like what i need to do is avenge and then he's like good into horror films he's like Wait, <laughs> uh little jokes like that but then i love it because then they look at the the sign he's all like well you, he's like what well, you need to do first to cover up that face because it is haunting uh wear a mask like all the time like no matter what and then he's like and then you need a name which is funny because in the comics, Deadpool always wore his mask no matter what. Like, even in the shower and everything. Yeah. Um, so then it was like that joke where he's all like, and then you need a name. And then they're like thinking about stuff. He's all like, you need like Wade the Wisecracker or something like that. And then they look up at the uh, the Deadpool thing. He's all like, Deadpool. Then I like him. He's like, Captain Deadpool. And he's like, no, nah, just, just Deadpool. Yeah. Um, stop you right there. Apparently when they were in Weapon X Lab, they – um, you see, like, a chick with, like, the bones coming out of her back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Marrow. Oh, okay. I thought that was – I was, like, looking at her going, like, it's got to be a mutant that I know, but I don't know. That made absolutely so much sense to people right now. That's got to be somebody I know, but I don't know. Um, hashtag that, kids. Um, and then I would have to say one of my favorite montage in a superhero movie – was right after that where he's all like, you need to wear a mask and get a name and everything like that. And that to me was just fantastic. Uh, they have their Deadpool rap song going, which, uh, by the way, yes, I did find on Spotify and had been listening to it nonstop because it is amazing. But um, I like how he puts on the mask. He sorts out everything. He's just like, shit's about to get nutty. And then, like, he wears his first rendition of a costume where it's all white Mm-hmm. I just love it. He gets shot and it starts bleeding out and then it just turns red. But what I love about it is just like the entire time he's just like, Francis, you know where Francis is Francis? And I love the guy who just pumps him full of rounds in the back and he just kind of stands there and then turns around and is like, do you know where Francis is? Francis? And he just starts beating that guy. <laughs> and then he puts on them. It's like he's in the he's in the laundromat and the woman's all like, yeah, it smells like blood. He's like, use this or you just wear red. And he's like, okay. So then he has like the red suit on finally but not like the one yet. And he goes running into the – the boxing match, and the one guy's like, don't make me say it twice. Where's Francis? And then you hear the gunshot. He's like, he made me say it twice. I wonder if my voice is getting muffled. 
by this thing or something like that. And then finally he has the full-on Deadpool outfit that we know and love, and he's, like, running down the stairs. He's like, Francis? Francis, you know Francis? Francis? And then I love the thing with the girl where he throws the girl. He's just all like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. Do I hit you? Or if I don't hit you, is that sexist? And then one just jumps on his back. He's like, ah, freaking spider monkeys! <laughs> That's great. Uh... And then my favorite part, and still is my favorite part in this entire movie, is him riding the Zamboni. <laughs> yes. Be like laughing his ass off, going like, "You are gonna die soon. You're gonna get killed by a Zamboni." Now, where's Francis? You're gonna die in like five minutes. Um, oh, that was great. And then it finally leads to uh, he's like, "Why don't I just call the recruiter guy, or not recall him, but track him down?" Yes. So he tracks down the recruiter, and he he basically tortures him, and the, he's like, "You may not want to see this." And just takes a camera and just pushes it back towards the. Uh, crowd of people in the on the street and their yeah. reaction is like oh my god and then basically you find out he he finally finds out where francis is so then he calls a taxi cab which leads to the beginning of the movie yeah i like that when he runs up and he's like and that's this is where you guys came in all right let's fast forward a bit when he goes to the thing with him in the bedroom and there's a uh, ashless chapped uh unicorn and <laughs> Yes, yeah, uh, and you find out he's been living with Blind Al, and this is where he does the whole, oh, you know, she was in that flashback with uh, at the laundromat. She was, and so they start arguing over a bunch of Ikea products. Oh, that was great. Just, like, ridiculous yes. on that one. One thing I liked, though, was Blind Al technically is supposed to be Deadpool's slave in the movie, or in the comics, or his mm-hmm. prisoner. So when... Uh, um, so occasionally he's even said in the comics he moves the furniture around on her <laughs> to fuck with her, which he didn't. They don't say, but they had the Roomba. Oh the yeah, movie, yeah, so she keeps tripping over it. So I think that was his way of a uh, little joke on her. Yeah, well, that's funny though. But yeah, so then you meet Al and all that good stuff, and then he realizes he's like he's got to go confront Vanessa, and then it comes mm-hmm. down to the whole. Uh, you know, the girl gets kidnapped, the strip club with Stanley's greatest cameo ever in a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then comes down to the great part where it's all like, uh, this is my favorite thing. So he gets, he's, I like when he finds out Vanessa's been kidnapped, comes back to the place. He's just like, fuck, fuck, damn it. Just starts beating the crap out of something. But then he's just like, get me all the guns, all the guns. Mm-hmm. And you just see him loading up this duffel bag. They throw in that uh, sexiest man alive uh, magazine with Hugh Jackman on it. And they're, like, doing everything. And then basically he runs over to the X-Men house, which I thought had the greatest line in it at all. He's all like, hey, tell Colossus we're going. You guys going to help me out and everything. He's like, it's so weird. You guys got this huge house. There's only, like, two of you. It's like the studio can afford, like, another X-Men or something. Mm. Yeah, so um, they end up, uh, you know, Weasel's like, I want to go and help you, but I just don't. So, yeah. so he ends up going to the X Mansion, and uh, you know recruits uh, Colossus and Negus on Teenage Warhead. What I love is he's like, you know, any why is it anytime we show this place, you two are the only X Men here? It's like we couldn't afford anyone else. Yeah, I love so, all the little jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
then we uh, then they're back in the cab, which was great because like in the beginning of the cab, him and this guy have this dialogue about him trying to impress this girl, but his cousin is way more handsomer and stuff like that. And then finally they go over speed bump. You hear like this in the back of the trunk. They're like, "What is that?" And he's all like, "Oh, that's uh, that's that's uh, Gunte. He's uh, uh, he's tied up in the back of my cab." And they're like, uh, "What?" He's like, "Well, I just did what you told me to do." And I just like how he just turns around, looks at Colossus. He's just like, "I did not say that." He it was completely mis you know interpreted you know between uh languages and whatnot. And he's all like, "What you need to do, you need to let him out. You need to murder him, <laughs> and then you need to." <laughs> Uh, and then just win, win Gita back with your own, you know, charm and finesse. Kidnapper. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they get to the ta- then they get to the thing, uh, basically to the huge. Uh, it was like a broken down like ship, almost like a huge. It, it looked uh, like a helicarrier. Th- there you go. Yes. It looked now like a helicarrier point, from the Avengers. Now that you point that out, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me that that was the joke towards that. Good, good, good call on that one, Kyle. Wow, now I'm gonna have to see this one again and be like, "That's a helicarrier." Oh. Like, yeah, we know. When they were at the strip club, uh, oh. Weasel is uh, you know flirting with all the other girls, and uh, Wade finds out she's in the back. Mm. So, we one of the lines Weasel says is, "Go get, uh, go get her, Tiger," which is oh, similar yeah. to uh, you know, uh, you just hit the jackpot. Or face tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Mary Jane yes. line. I thought that was kind of cool. Let's see what else is there. Apparently, there's a bunch of Deadpool figurines in Blind Al's apartment. Oh, yeah, like hidden out in the background. <laughs> um, there's a advent calendars. See, is a collection of advent calendars pinned to the wall. Deadpool describes each of his kills as Christmas Day, so it's likely each one is a reference to a previous hit. You can probably imagine him waiting the full 24 days before heading out, too. Hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah, here we go. Ajax's base is a helicarrier. Okay. Uh, it's an example of flagrant contracts, smudging, Ajax headquarters, and the setting for the final battle is a crashed helicarrier. The design is a little different to those in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but there's no mistaking the now iconic ship, and uh, thus its destruction is lightly a subtle yet explosive jab at Marvel. What should S.H.I.E.L.D. say? So I th- I was half expecting there to be like a little S.H.I.E.L.D. logo somewhere mm. on it, just to you know, be like, haha. Yeah, so then, yeah, they show up, which is great, and they start walking up, and then I like how uh, uh, Megasonic's all like, hey, hey, what? He's like, where's your bag? <laughs> and you see him on the phone, like, trying to get a hold of the taxi driver because he left his guns and bags on the thing. He's all like, okay, let's just do this. And then, of course, uh, what everyone sees and knows and loves, where it's like, oh, yeah, I love that, where it's like the woman goes to jump down, Angel, he's all like, oh, she's going to do superhero jump. She's going to do superhero jump. Oh, those look great, but they're really bad for your knees. Um, yeah, then uh, we get uh, we got a nice little battle going on right there with uh, oh. Colossus and Mega. Oh, more Easter eggs? No, um, but I was loving the fact when uh, he sends uh, Angel down, and he's like, oh, oh, she's going to do the uh, superhero landing pose. Yeah. Do it. Wait, wait, get ready. Here it comes. So bad for your knees. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and then I like that because then you have, uh, you know, Colossus goes up to her and gets hit, and then he's all like, that's why I brought her along? And then, uh, again, then he says the thing. He's like, go get her, Tiger. Um, so then she, like, hits her. and then But I love the thing with, uh, you know, Francis where he's all like, he's all like, say my name. And you see him down at the bottom going, like, say your name. We're going to fucking spell it for you. like. Uh, but, yeah, so then uh, the crazy battles ensues. Uh, Colossus and Angel go at it. Um, Deadpool then has his little, uh, <laughs> where he's hiding behind the thing. He's all like, wait, look away, child. I said, look away. Pulls out his underwear as a flag of, uh, surrender, which I thought was a nice touch. And then, uh, when he goes after the guys, he's like, I'm going commando this time. And he jumps over the thing, starts hacking and slashing his way through a bunch of the baddies. Um, uh. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was uh, that was really cool. I like that because we actually finally got to see Colossus fight. Which don't be wrong, we've seen Colossus fight before, but this was actually like a long fight against somebody that actually put up a pretty good, decent amount of you know strength against him. Because uh, Angel pretty much is, has super superhuman strength, pretty much almost matches to Colossus. Because I mean, she's punching him with her like bare hands, and he's getting hurt and everything like that. So I thought it was some pretty funny stuff with that, um, <laughs> especially when she gets like really injured he goes to hit her and then all of a sudden you see his hand up and it's like blocking her uh, boob that has fallen out of her shirt and she's all, he's all like oh you might want to uh, cover up there and she's like oh thank you oh that's so sweet of you and some of that of course that she punches uh, Colossus in the crotch um, so that was did not bode well for him but uh, yeah so I'm trying to think what else happens during that whole fight scene um, oh yeah the what happens really I mean this is when uh, Deadpool finally fights the guys, meets Bob. Yes. And then, you know, uh, Francis is still like, you know, what's my name? So then, you know, Deadpool basically just takes all the guards and just fills out Francis. I, I died so much for that. It was just like, hey! And he's just like waving. You just see that. Oh, you're just like, oh, jeez. Like, yeah. Um, oh, then uh, Megasonic uh, is like, hey, jump on this little platform thing, and I'm going to boost you up. So she does that. I just like him on the thing, just, ah! <laughs> just like screaming like a little girl. Uh, it's just so yes. great. And then also I liked his one line where he says in that, he's like, oh, so we're going to do dueling weapons, or as I like to say, let's try to kill each other, because I'm like, that's like a Deadpool line. Yeah. He always, he always he says that it's time to dance or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they fight and whatnot. It's pretty awesome. That's a really good battle, actually. I like Because yeah. they fight with their weapons, and then their weapons get knocked aside, and they actually start just battling. But just actually like, – and this is what I will have to say. What I liked about this movie so much, it wasn't like we knew that, you know, Ryan Reynolds was already disfigured. You know, he's Wade Wilson, stuff like that. But he literally left that costume on, like, on. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like the thing, like, at the end of – like, all of a sudden he's fighting. What's his face? Rips off his mask. is like, ha-ha, I am so-and-so kind of thing. He just left that on. Yeah, because you know how, like, at the end of the Avengers movie, you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man mask comes off. Yeah. Uh, Captain America's uh, mask is pulled off and all that stuff. So you still see their face because, you know, people want to see the – or the actors want their face to be exposed more and not hidden behind a mask. Yes. But Ryan Reynolds stayed behind the Deadpool mask for the majority of the movie when he needed to stay behind the Deadpool mask. Yeah, which I thought was great. That's what I'm actually curious is uh, with, you know, him doing – hopefully he does more cameos in movies as Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I – considering how Fox had a record-breaking weekend with this movie. Oh. Uh, 
I think, what was it? It was like a hundred, here we go. 135 million haul for the weekend. Yeah. Which, which is the highest, the biggest R rated opening ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping uh, Fox goes, yeah, we really need to market this and make mm-hmm. more of these and put Deadpool in everything. Um, uh, and get everybody back who worked on this one to work on it again because they did a phenomenal job. And then, of course, uh, uh, they're fighting. Yeah, so Francis and uh, Deadpool are fighting, and then uh, Deadpool gets stabbed in the head, which I thought was freaking hilarious because he falls to the ground and is staring at Vanessa and then does this whole little, like, you know, like, hey, I love you, and here's a heart. And it's like he's just got this knife sticking out of his noggin. And then finally uh, he pulls that out, and him and uh, the huge explosion happens because uh, Megasonic uh, helps uh, Colossus out because Colossus is getting his butt handed to him uh, by this angel chick. And then uh, so that whole thing causes an explosion with her superpower and ignites the, uh, uh, you know, the Hella uh, carrier. And then it's uh, that whole thing's about to fall, so he has to save Vanessa, throws her back in the, uh, mm-hmm. the tube that she was just in. Uh, gets her out of there, and then I like how the whole explosion happens. They help her out, but I just like him on the top of everything, just like, that was awesome! awesome. And they get by <laughs> Yes, and, yes. Um, you, know, and the, you know, they have a fight scene, but then Deadpool takes the upper hand, and uh, basically Ajax is knocked out, and he's getting ready to kill him. Or he's like, now you're going to heal me, because the main reason why he wanted Ajax was to, for him to fix yeah, his fate. Yeah. Ajax had told him, um, I can fix your face, but I'm not going to in the beginning because, you know, I don't like you. Yeah. So he's like, okay, you're going to fix my face now. And he's like, you really think I know a cure to something that fucking ugly? Sorry, but I was lying. There is no cure. He goes, I don't know why you just lied to me considering the fact that was the only thing keeping you alive. Yeah. And then uh, basically, you know, he's getting ready to fire him, but then Colossus stops him. And it's like, you have four or five moments to be a hero. And this is actually uh, another Easter egg right here. Um, according to this, it says here, you know, it's just being cute. Uh, he may be re- uh, referring to the fact that this is either Colossus' character's fourth metallic appearance, but fifth if you include a possible cameo in the first X-Men movie. Oh, that's right. But it's more likely addressed to Reynolds. This is his fourth or fifth attempt at making a comic book property work depending on how you count it. He's previously starred in Blade Trinity, yes. X-Men Origins, Green mm-hmm. Lantern, and R.I.P.D. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, I mean, honestly, I don't count Blade Trinity because I love Blade Trinity. Yeah, actually, that's the weird part. Like, Blade, Blade, the first one's good. Second one was like, meh, but I really enjoyed the third one. I thought the third one was a good movie. Well, that's because Ryan Reynolds and that was basically acting like Deadpool. Yes. Now, uh, so, you know, and then Colossus goes on, like, this whole speech trying to, you know, explain the whole thing, and he's going on and on. And Deadpool's like, Bleh. And he's like, I'm sorry, but you were just taking way too long with that. Yeah. And Colossus is like, oh, my God, and just, like, starts throwing up. Yeah, I like that. He starts throwing up. He's like, why would you do this? Like, you were going on and on and on. And then I like, he's all like, and then he's just, I like how he's just like, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be on the lookout for the next four moments, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, 
And then, you know, Vanessa finally comes up, hits Deadpool in the face, and she's like, I can't believe this. Why didn't you come see me? And he's like, look, underneath this mask is just something awful. Or, you know, and then she goes to take the mask off, and then there's a picture of Hugh Jackman stapled to his face. Now, when you first saw that, like, before I even showed it was a Hugh Jackman picture, when she first pulled it off and you just saw, like, the back half, I literally thought, like, he got really mangled and his face hasn't healed yet. And, like, it was just skin falling off. So it was even worse than what he thought it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, geez, like, oh, she's going to be looking at something even worse than what it usually is. And, and then it turns around. She well, yeah. <laughs> and then she turns around and it's Hugh Jackman. I just busted out laughing. I thought that was great. Uh, it was awesome. Just say, but then I like that. He's like, no, just rip it off like a bandage, just like, just like, just like a bandage. Yeah. So then you know she takes it off, and like there's still like one staple yeah. in the chin. <laughs> in the chin. So, you know, and basically she's like, I can. And she's like, you know, I still care for you. I still love you, and I'm sure after a few drinks, I can still have sex with you. Yeah, she's like, I think after a couple of rounds, and uh, you know. With the lights off, we can make this work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, at the very end, he's like, all right, tell Beast to stop shitting on my lawn. Oh, oh yeah, I love that. Where he's like, he does this whole thing. That he's like, what are, you, what are you guys still doing here? Go away. Go. Tell mm-hmm. Beast to stop shitting on my lawn. Yeah. And then, you know, he calls himself your friendly neighborhood pool guy. Yeah, I thought that was great. Mm. Uh, then we get to the end of the movie. Yes. And then we get two, not one, but two post-credit scenes. Yeah. Which I thought was cool how they did it, you know. Um, basically, the credits roll, which were pretty funny, too, because they had, like, little cartoons in it and everything. Like that. Yeah, that was pretty humorous. And then he basically comes up, and he's, like, in a bathrobe. He's like, what are you guys still doing here? Were you expecting, like, something to uh, tell you about the next uh, Deadpool movie or something? Well, go. There's nothing here. Sorry. There's no Sam Jackson with an iPad. And <laughs> yeah, I love so then, you know, he uh, – and then, you know, it goes to black. It says, you know, this movie made this many jobs for this many people. And then and then he comes back and he goes, oh, wait, forgot. Next movie, we're going to have Cable, you know, flat-headed guy from the future. Now we just got to find a middle-aged actor with a flat head. Maybe Mel Gibson. He's like Mel Gibson or Dolph Lundgren. We don't know who it is yet, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, there's a guy who's petitioning to play Cable. Oh. Uh, did you ever see Avatar? The movie with blue people? Yes. No. Okay. Well, there's a guy in it. He played the general in that movie. Like I know who you're talking about. And honestly, I'm all like – he seems like a pretty good fit. I mean, I'd like to see yeah. his test screening and stuff like that, but I'm all like, if he's really gunning for it, why not? Yeah. But uh, Oh, and then, of course, the best part at the end of the movie is when he pops his head back out and goes, chicka, chicka. <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't know? Yeah, like, after they announced the thing with Cable, he's all like, oh, yeah, and don't leave your trash around. It's like a oh, dick. Yeah, yeah, okay. that. And then he goes back yeah. in the bathroom, and then you just see his, like, head pops up with the sign. He's just like, chicka, chicka, and then it ends. Well, you know why he did that, right? Uh, no, why? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, right. Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off was the very first movie to ever have an end of the credit or after the credit scene. See, I did. I have never seen that movie. 
What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why? Because I just haven't had an interest. The problem Dude, is right now. You of all people would love this movie. This is the problem. Is I've seen every joke, everything about it on different segments and stuff like that. Now the problem is, is everyone has overhyped this movie way too much, and I have a feeling that when I finally sit down to watch this movie, I will not enjoy it like everyone else has enjoyed it. So I like to keep the mystery for now. Honestly, I think you would enjoy it because it's right up your wheelhouse. Um, you would get so many of the jokes and everything. But you know. I digress. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just throw this out there, and I still think it's not even high enough number. From a 1 to a 100, what would you give this movie? Um, honestly, for me, it's a 100. It's, really? To me, I think it's great. I, I laughed my ass off. I saw the movie you know, and stuff like that. I love the character. I think they did it justice. I mean, granted, if you really want to take some points off for the movie kind of being slow – yeah, I had some slow parts, but they weren't. Uh, there wasn't really any much of a dull moment that I was just kind of sitting there going like, kind of like when you watch a lot of superhero movies, where you're like, okay, this happens. When are you gonna get back in the suit and fight? You know, like stop being a whiny little bitch, Peter Parker. You know, um, <laughs> I would give it a one thousand. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a. We could exceed the max number. You can always exceed the max number. Hold on one second. I, I'm getting. Can you hear that? Yeah, that's what I, I heard. I was all like, "Oh, hi, hello." See, I, I opened my door so because the cat was meowing its ass off to get in, and I opened the door, and then it's like, "Oh, okay, never mind." Well, you know why they do that? Cats do that because they think if you go into a if you go into a uh, room and you shut mm. the door, you're going to disappear into a magical world, and they want to be a part of that. And then when you open it up, they realize, "Oh, you're just sitting in a chair." Oh, all right. Yeah, it's like never mind. Yeah, cats are dicks. I should know. I'm looking at one right now. Though Toby, I feel bad for him because I already decided that I want to get him a cat Deadpool costume. So, <laughs> yes, my wife saw that on Facebook or something and showed it to me. I'm like, we need to do that for our cat. Yeah, so he's gonna he's not gonna be a happy camper when I do that. Plus, I'm also really look, looking into it, and I don't know how much it's gonna cost me, but I'm gonna save up as much money as possible. But I really, really want to make that kind of costume for a Comic Con or something like that in the coming years or Halloween of that nice Deadpool looking costume. And honestly, I don't even think I'd just wear it for events. I'd probably wear it all the time that I could. I'd probably just show up to work with it, and they'd be like, "Steve, it's not Halloween." I'd be like, "Yeah, but I'm dressing for the job that I want." But, uh, yeah, so um, Deadpool was fantastic. This is a great movie that just, I think, just kicked off the, you know, I mean, it's not even the summer yet, but I'm going to call it the summer movie blockbusters. Um, just overall great fun. Oh, that's the question I wanted to ask you. How many kids were in your movie theater? None. Really? Yeah, because this was, um, well, how many were in yours? Oh, uh, we had a lot, and I was very flabbergasted okay. by it. How many of them left within the first ten minutes? Zero. Hmm. See, mine was filled, and I'm probably going to get some hate for this, but mine was filled with actually the typical Deadpool fans. Uh, now, just bear with me here, and I'll tell you. You have, uh, you have the fans who basically bought everything from Hot Topic. Yes. 
You have the overweight fans. Okay. And the typical, you know, overweight, socially awkward fans. No, no, no. I know know what you're talking about. I know the breed. You have the really skinny, hairy guys. Ah, skinny, hairy guys. I used to date one. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, You know, they... I don't know. And then there's the goth or the girls who are trying to be goth but are not doing a very good job. Uh, so absolutely obsessed with Deadpool. And then of course there was Meeks. I don't fit into any of those categories, but of course I went alone, but again, there was like no underage kids. I think youngest may have been like 16, 17. And see, to me, that's fine. Heck, I wouldn't even mind if a, if a 15, 14 year old showed up with their parents because to me, the parents like, you know what? My kid's seen some shit. They could see this movie. I'm not kidding you. I think I think I saw literally like a family and it was probably, I'm going to say, and I could be over-exaggerating or I could be underselling it, but I want to say from maybe five mm-hmm. to probably about nine or 10. Oh, wow. Now, how early did you get to your theater? Um, I got to it actually not that, let's see, uh, the movie started at seven. I think we walked in about six thirty. Okay. So plenty of time. Still yeah. easy not to find seats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why the hell does a group of five try to walk into the theater at six fifty, ten minutes before the freaking movie starts and expects there to be five seats open next to each other? Uh, well, Kyle, this is uh, this is actually this is a great Deadpool uh, line. Uh, my common sense is tingling. Uh, yeah, and not to mention the fact that this is the very first showing of the movie ever. Yeah. Um, so I go yeah. back to my my original theory of uh, people are dumb. Oh no, that's not a theory. That's a fact. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure because I, I never got a you know I never got a uh, thesis and money I was for just my in New York City. Trust me, people are dumb. Oh yeah, well that's New York. Um, but oh, what'd you get from the uh, theater? Yes, I I don't have it with me. Actually, is now at my desk at home. But I got one of those little mini Deadpool figures that you could actually rest on stuff. It's like him holding the piece of paper of the doodle and okay. hanging on stuff. You got a kick ass uh, something though. I got the poster. Um, now, did you go to Regal or AMC or? I went to Harkins. Oh, okay. See, I went to AMC. Okay. So I wasn't sure if, like, you know, like different places had something, but that's what I'm curious about too now, because I'm guessing Harkin might have had the little Deadpool figure, and then AMC had the poster. Yes, I don't know what if Regal had anything, but basically, you know, it's the poster we saw during the Twelve Days of Christmas with Deadpool sitting on uh, Colossus' shoulders, and you see like all the characters on the side. Yeah. And I already got permission from my wife. I get to hang this poster up in the house. Now, is this a full-blown poster, or is this just a, like, it's a... Like a it's like oh, a 8 10 Oh, that's still, that's still nice. It's still classy. Oh, yeah, no, that's nice, yeah. yeah. Get a nice frame for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, shiny. It is so, shiny. Yes. And the fact that Stan Lee's even on the poster is hilarious. Oh, no, that, that, that to me just shows you, like, okay, Stan Lee obviously loves this character, um, oh, despite the fact that he's never even—he didn't even create. Shit. That's what I'm saying. It's this is one of the few ones that he had nothing to do with, and he was all like, "Yeah, I'll be a cameo in this," you know. Yeah. Um, I think I think everyone's only problem was with that uh, part with him is that uh, Deadpool did not recognize Stanley. 
I, yeah, I kind of wish he would have, you know, been like, oh, hey, Stan, how's it going? And he'd be like, oh, my name's not Stan. He's like, oh, of course it is. Yeah, you know, um, he's all, or he should have been like, oh, you didn't make enough money with that last, you know, Avengers movie. Um, yeah. uh, some joke like that. Uh, speaking of. Stan, you didn't create me. Why are you in my movie? Yeah. Listen, Spider Fan, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what was I going to say? So, um, also, like we said, so Deadpool obviously is getting a sequel. Uh, yes. We can't. We will look. We are looking forward to that. Um, great kickoff to the superhero movie season, I say. So, um, we gave our ratings. We absolutely love it. I say go ahead and check it out. Um, when this thing comes out on, you know, Blu-ray DVD, I'm definitely buying it. Oh, um, definitely. I'm probably going to end up buying two because I was unpacking. I found all my Deadpool figures and everything like that, and so I'm buying myself another glass case from IKEA. Ah. And I'm gonna set it up next to my other glass case. I'm gonna make a huge Deadpool case. Well, I want to get the Deadpool movie and put it in there, but then also have a copy for myself to watch. That's a good idea. That's good thinking. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Um, what was the one thing? Uh, oh yeah. So before we wrap up this episode and our love for Deadpool and stuff like that, I will have to say this. So the Super Bowl came and went. Uh, we got a few new trailers of movies. Yes, but one in particular stood out. And is that uh, the one that we're like, oh, wow, this movie is going to be a lot better than the first one? Yes. Um, Yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Out of the Shadows, uh, we're getting Krang. Yeah, well, I mean, we had an idea from the toys, but, I mean, sometimes toys don't always equal going to be in the show. And I understand that, but I mean, like, they literally just was like, hey, remember that 80s cartoon that you guys absolutely love? Here it is in live action. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. The one thing I'm like, did any of these guys who are creating the movie do watch anything else or read any of the comics besides just watch the 80s cartoon? That's the other thing I didn't get because I'm like, you can have so much pull from the the, the – the, you know, originally when they were doing the first movie, they are making it dark. I thought they were going to do the comic, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even the more recent cartoon you could pull from because that would get the kids more interested. be like, oh, hey, Donatello's pet robot thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, in the show, that will make kids want to see it even more. I mean – but Shredder looks more like Shredder. Yeah, Shredder looks more like Shredder. Rocksteady Bebop, I think, look great. Uh, Krang looks awesome. You know, Dimension X is happening. It's the Technodrome we might be – I mean, it's – Yeah. Jeez, like, we're finally getting, like – This is what we all thought that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the origin of the ooze, was going to be, like, when that came out. <laughs> we're like, I can't wait. We're going to have new mutants. We're going to have all this stuff. And then we're like, what the hell is this? Who's Vanilla High? Is one? Um <laughs> But yeah, so that one came out, and then they had the new, uh, the new little bit showing a better lineup of uh, the Civil War, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting. Now, this thing I have to say. Now, granted, we're all going to see it and some of that. Uh, I just have to say, uh, Batman v Superman. You really need to figure out your marketing because the last trailer you just dropped, that should have been the only trailer you dropped, because that was the best trailer out of them all. Where you didn't yeah. give any, you didn't give anything away. You got to show us a little bit more, and you kind of gave a reason why, like Batman's fighting Superman, where it's mm-hmm. all like, hey, if there's one percent of this man that's going to turn around and kill us, you're like, all right, that's a valid point. 
The other thing I was going to throw out there, I had a theory. So everyone is complaining about the Batman v Superman movie, why are they fighting and stuff like that. Guess what? It's the same thing with Civil War. Two people who are fighting. Bucky wasn't even in the original Civil War. Come on, people. The reason why people aren't questioning why Captain America and Iron Man are fighting is because we got a hint of that in Avengers 2. Still. If they had thrown in maybe like a little bit of Bruce Wayne in the Man of Steel movie, they probably could have done that and it would have explained why are they fighting. I get that, but I'm just like, everyone, I'm sorry, but when you're like you and me, where we actually read comic books and we've actually known, it's like, yeah, Batman and Superman have fought a lot. Yeah. Like, this isn't something new, you know, like, uh, it's just like, yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, that'll be the next movie you and I talk about is Batman v Superman. Of course, mm. we're going to, well, I'll put it this way. We're going to talk about it because I know we're both going to see it, but another thing comes I out. Still, I'm not sure if I'm going to see it or not. Oh, God, you're breaking my heart because I was going to say we're going to talk about it whether or not we liked it or not, but we're going to talk about it. But then we're going to talk about the better thing that's coming out the same day is Daredevil Season 2. Yes, I'll be more interested for that. But, I mean, honestly, dude, I still haven't seen the Man of Steel movie. Oh, that's right. And Batman v Superman, I mean, I just have no interest in seeing it whatsoever. It's not because I hate DC. Don't get me wrong. I love DC. It's just – we know you love DC. Yeah, I love DC just like how as much as I love the uh, Green Lantern movie. Oh, too soon. Yeah, no, it's not. I know. Um, it's not soon enough. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, no, no, more, that's fine. I wasn't sure. I love Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, all that stuff. It's amazing. I love those shows. They're my favorite TV shows. But when it comes to these DC movies, I'm kind of just like, do I really want to? Now. I'm more interested in Suicide Squad than anything else, really. No, that's true. I've been enjoying the DC shows uh, and everything like that. So, so I mean, we'll just wait and see. You know, and we'll, play, sure, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. I'm sure I'll see it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to spend too much money onto it. There's yeah. a theater here that has Wacky Wednesdays that will play – Movies at for like four bucks a ticket. Mm. Apparently, your cat's gonna be part of Wacky Wednesdays. Yeah, I was gonna say my cat's yelling at me, so I should probably get going. No, that's fine. We can wrap this up. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening to our Deadpool rant, and of course, we're gonna be more Deadpool stuff coming up soon because Kyle and I subscribe to way too many Deadpool boxes this month. Uh, yes, I cannot <laughs> wait for it. Um, uh yeah so and I think probably next episode we'll start up a new segment for the show see how it goes and may expand from there we'll see what happens but um I'm just gonna leave that there I'm not gonna say what but next episode we may have something new I even have a theme song picked out for this new thing too ooh I yes. like this I already I already I already heard a little bit about this so. I don't think I told you the theme song for it, though. No, you haven't told me the theme song. This has been like uh, you've been what what you've been doing to me right now, and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But Kyle's been giving me like little like teasers, like tastes, like he's like, oh, I got this going on and this going on and stuff. So I have to basically kind of take everything and put it together and be like, oh, this is the puzzle. I figured it out. But I don't know why I went with that analogy. But yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll tell you as soon as we're done recording. Oh no, you're good.
But uh, yeah, so I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Longbox Cast. Go ahead and follow us uh, at Longbox Cast on the Twitter. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. Don't forget to also check out ComicCare.org and Revenge Designs Illustrate and designs that fit your personalities for samples and inquiries. Please visit RevengeLover.com. And that's probably going to wrap up this episode of, uh, I'm just going to call it the Deadpool episode. And uh, Kyle, you have anything else to add before we take away? Go see the Deadpool movie now. If you haven't already, then why the hell did you listen to this entire episode? You just got burned. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I'm not even uh, going to make an after credit scene. Suck it, bitches. Yeah. This has been another proud production of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You want to see more shows, go check out www.fouredradio.com, you winkers.